No, baby, that's for somebody else. We're just gonna keep you right where you're at right now. The Wrestling Realm presents Break It Down with Brian H. Hello, ladies and gentlemen, welcome to this episode of Break It Down with Brian H. I'm your host, Brian H. Waters. This show, of course, is brought to you by the Wrestling Realm Music, brought to you by my cousin Hypno Beats. Follow him uh, at Hypno underscore Beats, B-A-T-Z. Make sure if you need a beat for your show or for your event, hit up him. Uh, He'll take care of you. Folks, we are getting ready to begin the road to WrestleMania. The Royal Rumble is this Sunday, and I got a special guest with for uh, coming up later on. My good friend from Best in the World Sports, Jonathan Brown, also known as JB. He'll come on to br- give his Royal Rumble predictions. But first, we got some business to take care of, folks. Let's start off with what is going on. CM Punk. He's been teasing a possible Royal Rumble appearance. Now, I don't think that's going to happen. Uh, he was on backstage, him and Paige. They were having some fun, talking about some Royal Rumble appearances. Uh, but I don't think that's going to happen. But one thing, Punk brought up a good point, And he said he think Keith Lee should win the Royal Rumble. Now, Keith Lee became the brand new... NXT North American champion this Wednesday night. And this is right as the Undisputed Era getting ready to go face the Imperium at Worlds Collide. Thought this was great. I'm glad to see Keith Lee win the championship. But I think because of that, I'm almost certain he's not going to win the Royal Rumble. It would be nice to see an NXT person win the Royal Rumble. But as I said on episode 109 where I collaborated with three dope dudes and a mic I think if you did put it on an NXT superstar the perfect person would be Finn Balor considering he's somebody who's been on the main roster he has made it known that he's come to NXT that it's Broadway it's not the theater so I think he could become the NXT uh, he could win the Royal Rumble as an NXT superstar, challenge Adam Cole for the championship, and say, I want this match at WrestleMania, and add credibility. I don't think that would be the case with Keith Lee. I think if he won it, he would say, I want to go to Raw or SmackDown, because it would only be right. So, um, but, you know, shout out to CM Punk. Not a bad pick. I think it would have been cool to see Keith Lee win the Royal Rumble, but I don't think it's going to happen. Speaking of WWE backstage, we saw Becky Lynch on there. She was talking about a lot of things. One of the things she brought up was the women's division. She said, it's enough to, let's stop talking. Stop calling it the women's division. They just want to be equals as in, it's not doesn't need to be a big deal that the women are main event in WrestleMania or that it's a women's match. Just make it natural. Make it a part of the show. And I got to agree. I think that would be really cool to see them do that. 
I just don't think that's going to happen. I just think as long as there are women's wrestlers, there's always going to be a separation. And as long as they're cruiserweights, there's always going to be a separation. Now, granted, a match between Andrade and Humberto Carrillo won't be known as a cruiserweight match because it's for the United States Championship. But I just think that they will always have a women's division in wrestling. I just don't see it any other way. I could be totally wrong here. Could be. Shayna Baszler, this week on NXT, she defeated uh, Shazi Blackheart. And mistaken, Shayna is just, doesn't look like she belongs there anymore. She did her thing. And I think it's time for her to move on. I think that we'll see Shayna Baszler on Raw SmackDown as we look forward to these next couple of weeks. I think that, well, spoiler alert, she's my pick to win the Royal Rumble. And I think because of that, she's getting, she's moving on up. That's the way I look at it, folks. You know, I could be wrong, but I think she's moving on up. We got new tag team champions on Monday Night Raw. Their names, Seth Rollins and Buddy Murphy. Now, I am not a fan of what Seth Rollins is doing. The Monday Night Messiah. Not a fan of it. Not a fan of it at all. Um, I've never shied away from my Christian beliefs and my Christian values. So, therefore, I find it very disrespectful. I understand. I'm just going to say, I understand he's an atheist. Okay. And he has that right. But I don't think he needs to be mocking religion. Or mocking something that someone else believes in. I'm not going to sit here and dress up as a religious symbol of somebody else's religion. So I'm not a fan of what Seth Rollins is doing. I don't like the fact that him and Buddy Murphy are tag team champions. That's another tag team title ring for Seth Rollins. In a world that he's supposed to be the leader I think AOP should be tag team champions. Buddy Murphy should be chasing after the United States Championship. And Seth Rollins should be, quite frankly, looking to get that uh, that WWE Championship back. To me, this is just a distraction. And I wonder how AOP feels. You know, how do they feel? These guys are tag team champions, but you're the tag team of the group. You know, and maybe I'm overthinking it. I don't think this reign lasts that long. And then for them to defeat the Viking Raiders, I'm looking at like, really? These two defeat the Viking Raiders? It would make more sense for AOP to defeat the Viking Raiders. It would make sense for um, the club to defeat the Viking Raiders. Anderson and Gallows. But Rollins and Buddy Murphy? Two cruiserweights, essentially? Two small guys beating those big behemoths? Heck no, man. Moving on to AEW. John Moxley, officially the number one contender. I think this is a foregone conclusion. He's defeating Chris Jericho the next time he faces him. I believe that might be an AEW revolution. I think, uh, I mean, I just think it's that obvious. I'm not going to lie to you. And I think he'll be a good AEW champion. I want to see them set up some uh, opponents for him. But we do have new tag team champions. Finally! Kenny Omega is wearing gold. 
He's the new AEW Tag Team Champion, him and Hangman Page. But I still think there's something here. I don't know. I just think this is leading to a bigger rivalry between Page and Omega. Maybe when they have their, I guess they're going to do like an all-in anniversary or all-out. I don't know. But I think there'll be something big. I think this is just a transitional championship run. This is something to add to the story. But I don't think they'll hold these titles for long. Britt Baker makes his official heel turn. Disrespected the legend, Tony Schiavone. Um, not really sure how I feel about it. Not sure if I care. I want to see where this goes. I've said for a while that she should be a heel, but I'm not know how, I don't know how I feel about becoming a heel on an announcer, but I'm going to give it some time, folks. Definitely going to give it some time and see how I feel about it. But I'm going to go ahead and take my first break. Going to give you a preview for next week's episode of Breaking Through the Glass Ceiling. Got my good friend, the one and only, this Jay Jackson coming on. So here's a preview for that coming up. Be back after these messages. Especially if you're in smaller markets, you're definitely going to hear of places that you've never heard of before. And with that being said, you have to be willing to learn. You have to be willing to understand. Because just because you're not a part of the, you feel like you're not a part of the community, you're fresh, you're new, you're kind of like, I am not from here. You can't reject the culture of any place, no matter where it is. If you're in the middle of Iowa, you're in the middle of Idaho. You really do have to cultivate yourself around the community, open your mind to learn who they are um, so that you can report on them. Because I, I wholeheartedly believe, believe you can't do that, excuse me, I wholeheartedly believe that you can't actively be a good journalist if you're not a part of a community. You gotta figure that out. When you need mealtime inspiration, it's worth shopping Kroger, where you'll find over 30,000 mouth-watering choices that excite your inner foodie. And no matter what tasty choice you make, you'll enjoy our everyday low prices, plus extra ways to save, like digital coupons worth over $600 each week. You can also save up to $1 off per gallon at the pump with fuel points. More savings and more inspiring flavors make shopping Kroger worth it every time. Kroger, fresh for everyone. Fuel restrictions apply. And I'm back, ladies and gentlemen. Make sure you subscribe to Breaking Through Glass Ceilings, a podcast brought to you by B Waters Productions. So, before I bring JB on, I'm going to give you some predictions for NXT Worlds Collide, where we have NXT taking on NXT UK. Really excited about this. Saturday night. Now, this Saturday, I will be in the great city of New Orleans, Louisiana. And I plan to attend the Elevate Pro show. We're planning to catch up with my good friend, Amber Rodriguez. You've heard Amber on here before. So, I'm looking to catch up with her. She got me some tickets. So, we'll see. But, NXT Worlds Collide. The pre-show, we have... My good buddy Mia Yim taking on Kaylee Ray. And we all know the history right here. Kaylee Ray cost Mia Yim an opportunity at War Games. Um, well, well, this would lead to, you know, her not being able to participate in War Games because she would get hurt, but she knocked her off the ladder. So Mia Yim out to seek revenge. But I can't predict her. I think the the champ 
the NXT UK Women's Champ Kaylee Ray gets it done. I think she cheats the win, so I'm going to go with Kaylee Ray on this one. We have the team DIY taking on Mustache Mountain. DIY Johnny Gargano, Tomasa Ciampa taking on DIY. I mean, take, mm, I said, take it on DIY. Y'all know what I meant, folks. Take it on Mustache Mountain. I like Gargano and Ciampa to win this one. Those guys, when those two are on the same page, man, they are unstoppable. It's just that, you know, I mean, yeah, I believe it was AOP who beat them, which led to them beating up each other. Uh, forgive me, that was NXT TakeOver Chicago, one of the best ones ever. But I do think what when these guys get their heads together, there's a reason why they're former NXT Tag Team Champions, and I think they're out to show that. NXT Cruiserweight Championship, Angel Garza defending his... T- oh, not defending his title. Well, yeah. Um, well, I should say he's facing Isaiah Swerve Scott and two NXT UK representatives in a fatal four-way match. Gotta go with Angel Garza. That dude is the real deal. Something about him that screams star. Gotta kind of remind me of Eddie Guerrero. So I think he wins and he uh, wins this match. Then we got Finn Balor taking on uh, uh, Dragon off. Forgive me if I pronounced his name wrong. I gotta go with Finn Balor. I just don't see Finn Balor losing this one. I mean, this guy is on a roll. He's one of the best wrestlers ever. And it was something about Finn Balor and NXT where he's just a megastar, man. And, 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 and I wish that when he was on the main roster, he had the same capability. I wish he was given the, the same green light. But something about NXT that lights a fire under him. So I think he wins this match. Rhea Ripley taking on Tony Storm. Former NXT UK champ, women's champions in both of these matches. I think Rhea Ripley gets this one done. I just don't see her losing. And then finally, Imperium taking on the Undisputed Era. I think Imperium wins. I think they find a way. They're going to put this group over, this group of guys. We all know Undisputed Era is the truth, quite frankly. We all know that they are must-see TV, but I think the world's going to find out how dangerous Imperium is. And after this, you'll be tuning to NXT UK. But now, ladies and gentlemen, I got some predictions for the Royal Rumble, but I'm joined by Jonathan Brown. So here it is. Here's my Royal Rumble predictions with the one and only Jonathan Brown. All right, ladies and gentlemen, as promised, as I get ready to bring to you the Royal Rumble predictions, I called on a good friend of mine, a big brother of mine in the media business, the one, the only, the legendary Jonathan Brown. What's up, JB? Wow. <laughs> now that is an introduction. That is an introduction. I don't think I've ever been called all that, you know, before, but I appreciate it, man. Thanks for having me on, man. Yeah, I just appreciate you, you know, taking the time out your busy schedule to come aboard to talk to oh, Royal always. Rumble. All right, always, so before always. We, mm-hmm. Yeah, before we get into the actual predictions for the 2020 Royal Rumble, the first of this new decade, give me some of your Royal Rumble memories, man. Oh, man. Well, first of all, like as a wrestling fan, Royal Rumble 
has always been my favorite uh, my favorite pay per view of the year. It's like that's it's a it's at the perfect time, you know, first pay per view of the year every year. It's all nonstop action. So like I all you know, out of all the pay per views, I always loved Royal Rumble. And there's so many memories. You know, I I I actually remember the first Royal Rumble. I was a little kid. I remember it used to come on the USA network. So I remember Jim Duggan, uh, Hacksaw Jim Duggan winning the very first one. You know, of course, uh, Ric Flair coming in, at, I believe, uh, coming in and winning the championship in, I think that was 92. Yeah. At the Royal Rumble, Shawn Michaels winning from number one. Uh, now, I. The first Royal Rumble I actually saw live was a couple of years ago. Roman Reigns winning, and and plus, I, even though at the time a lot of people were down on Roman Reigns, a lot of people thought that Roman Reigns was being force fed down the fans' throats. I was always, I've always been a uh, Roman Reigns fan, so it was cool for me. You know, I I enjoyed that, but also you know Stone Cold, Rey Mysterio, his win. I think that's probably that's probably one of my favorite ones because. It's Rey Mysterio, you know. You don't, I don't, you know. You didn't think he, uh, you didn't think he would be able to pull it out. That was more of a surprise pick. So, you know, I, that was probably one of my favorite ones right there. But I always loved the Royal Rumble. And you said you went to the one was that 2015 when uh, Roman Reigns won? Yes, yeah, the one now, in Philly. I've never had the opportunity to go to a Royal Rumble. I've been to a WrestleMania. What's it mm-hmm. like being there as a fan in that, in that arena as that clock is winding down? Oh, um, it, it, it's it's cool, you know. It's it's like you know, especially the way the WWE does it, where there's always going to be a couple of surprises. There's going to be a couple of uh, you know, a couple of picks that just come out of nowhere. And there was a lot to that one because I think a lot of people had thought that it would be Daniel Bryan to win. Mm -hmm. That was one of them. So when it was one thing that Daniel Bryan didn't win, but it was like the way he was eliminated where he wasn't even in like the final four, you know, and it so it was a little, it was a lot of disbelief. And that disbelief, but that disbelief just came, just turned into frustration and anger real quick. Whereas after Daniel Bryan was eliminated, fans were pretty much going to have an issue with whoever won. And then the fact that it was Roman Reigns made it, you know, just set a whole bunch of people off. And at that point, it was just... It, it, it was just wrong place, wrong time for Roman Reigns, where people, you know, people were then cheering for Rusev. The Rock came out. The Rock made an appearance, and that didn't make it. You know, at this, you know, at that point, you know, even The Rock was getting booed. So it, it, it just, it just made for a crazy event. But it was. Oh my god! It was, it was a great. It was a really good night to see live. It was a great event to see live. Yeah, I can certainly imagine. Um, 
we we know with Roman Reigns, he would lose. I mean, he would win the Royal Rumble there. Wasn't accepted by the Philadelphia crowd. A year later, won his second WWE Championship, which was really his first official reign. Um, mm-hmm. We all know when he first won the title, he was cashed in uh, the Money in the Bank by Sheamus, but he would get his first official championship run by uh, defeating Sheamus, and you could feel that he was, you know, the Philadelphia crowd had started to, um, you know, forgive him. And, and mm-hmm. with that being said, let's get right into the card this year. We got, okay. I'm going to start right there uh, with Roman Reigns. Uh, he's taking on Baron Corbin in a false count anywhere match, a match where Roman basically said, look, before I go out there and try to eliminate 29 other guys, I got to take care of you, Baron Corbin. Who you like in this matchup? Uh, I, for one, am, am somebody who's hoping that this will be the end of this feud. There are, there are a couple of feuds that I'm now re- I'm over. I'm ready for it to be over. I'm ready for for the participants to move on, and this is one of them. I'm hoping this will be the feud. This will be the end of this feud. I think Roman Reigns. There, there's, there's no way Roman Reigns loses here at this point. Okay. Yeah. So I, I, gotta... I, I, I think Roman Reigns pulls it out here. Yeah, I'm going to agree with you right here. And and I'm with you on this one, too. Personally, I was looking at they brought, well, Robert Roode has came back from suspension, I believe. And that's the feud I would have loved to see Roman Reigns have a feud with a Robert Roode instead of a feud with Barrett Corbin. We've been seeing these guys go at it. Literally, I said this earlier on the podcast earlier this week, we've been seeing these guys go at it since. Uh, Roman has been back because Corbin was mm-hmm. saying some disrespectful stuff while Roman was home battling leukemia. And when Roman got back in that ring, he had to deal with Corbin. And now mm-hmm. um, they're still going at it. So I'm with you on that. So I, I think we both agree with that one. Uh, let's move on to the United States Championship. We got Humberto Corrillo going against Andrade. For, uh, Andrade is the U.S. champion defeating... Um, he uh, defeating Rey Mysterio weeks ago. Um, who you like in this one? Um, I'm thinking Andrade, but it's almost the complete opposite of the Reigns and Corbin situation. Whereas I'm sick of Roman Reigns and Baron Corbin. I'm, I'm sick of that angle. But as far as Andrade and Carrillo goes, I'd love to see more of that. I'd love to see this go on. I'd love to see a couple of more matches between the two. Maybe even if maybe even drag this out to WrestleMania. Maybe go back and forth a couple of times, you know, or or have some some situation where this can drag on for a couple of months. I would love to see. Uh, probably, I think Andrade comes out with the win here. Maybe two two of them get make it into the Raw Elimination Chamber match where one costs the other a chance at the title, and then they wrestle again for the United States title at WrestleMania. So I I would think it would be Andrade coming out on top here. I got to agree with you. We're on the same page right now. Mm-hmm. One of the things um, with this view, I don't want to see it on Raw. This, keep mm-hmm. this as a yeah. money feud. Don't give yeah. me the rematches Great. on Raw. I know we probably have about 
what about six to eight Monday Night Raws in between the Royal Rumble mm-hmm. and WrestleMania? I don't need to see Corillo versus Andrade every single week. No, no. Give me let's 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 uh, have them. If any way, keep them away from each other in a sense. Let the verbal jabs continue. Give us a, maybe a tag team match once, maybe twice, but mm-hmm. don't let them go back and forth. I, as much as I enjoyed the Rey Mysterio and Andrade matches, I didn't need to see that every week on Raw. Now, I understand oh, Rey was trying to get over the young Andrade. He was passing the torch, but don't keep replaying this, you know, especially in a world where, I mean, we live in a microwave society. I get that, but we have so much access that, you know, cut the rematches out. Mm, All right, let's move Let's move on. Shorty G versus Sheamus. How do you feel about this? Is this something you're even interested in? And who you like in this matchup? All right. I got to be real with you guys. I got I got to be real with you. I think Shorty G is the dumbest name in pro wrestling today. Mm-hmm. I, 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 don't, I don't like it at all. There was nothing wrong with the name Chad Gable. I, I, I don't, I, I'm not a fan of Shorty G. I find him annoying. Um, I'm hoping this is a quick match, you know. I'm I'm, I'm hoping this is a quick match like like uh, Sheamus and Daniel Bryan at WrestleMania. Wow. Let me let me, let me get a quick let me get a quick bro kick out of nowhere. Shorty G does some wild flip, lands on his back, pin, and we can move on to whatever the next match is. You know, just. I'm I'm good on Shorty G. Uh, no, 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 thank you. You know. Yeah, I don't see I, him I, winning I, this match. I I don't see him winning this match. And this, if this match is anywhere but the pre-show, I'm gonna be real frustrated. Like okay. I don't need to see Shorty. I don't need to see Shorty G versus Sheamus on the main show. This should be at 6:45. So I completely missed the uh, the match altogether, and. I can keep. I can just keep it moving. I'm. I'm good on Shorty G. You know. I'm, good on Shorty G. <laughs> I, 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 I can't. I can't with. Uh, I think that's. I, I think that's. Oh goodness. Yeah, I, uh, I, I agree. Just, I, I, it doesn't even I, deserve I any more. Yeah. Any more airtime. <laughs> Let's move on to the women. We like start. With... Like what? What? What the hell is a Shorty G? I, I don't know, man. And he's a great wrestler. He's a phenomenal he is a wrestler. wrestler. He's a great wrestler. I just think that they ain't doing him any favors with this gimmick. Nah, somebody was definitely ribbing him. Mm-hmm. And, and 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 maybe it will be it'll be one of those situations where later on down the line he uses that fuel for something bigger and something better. But right now I'm just like I need to get to that part because. Where he is now, his present, his present angle, his present, this, this, this ain't working for me. Yeah, yeah it's definitely crazy, man. But let's move on. Let's go to the women. Um, we're mm-hmm. gonna start off with Raw with the Raw Women's Championship on the line. Oscar mm-hmm. taking on Becky Lynch. Becky feels that this is the matchup she needs. Almost saying she needs this more than she got that win at WrestleMania. Does Becky Lynch get it done, or will Oscar be a Raw Women's Champion? I, I, I would like 
Tusi, Oscar win the Raw Women's Champion because I feel like they don't utilize Oscar as well as they should. Mm-hmm. I, I guess for me, and especially the way I watch wrestling, is like I I can you know I don't necessarily consider myself a mark or or whatever, but I feel like I like who I like, and as much as you hear fans talk about they don't like who the they don't like it when the WWE forces wrestlers down their throat, i.e. a Roman Reigns, i.e. a John Cena. It's like for me personally, I don't like when the internet jams a wrestler down your throat. Okay. And that's how I feel. That's how I feel about Becky Lynch, where I feel like she is, you know, she is the darling of the internet wrestling community. And for me, it's like uh, I'm, I'm, I'm just not there with her. Mm-hmm. But I, I, I know that WWE is trying to pretty much push her to the moon. You know, she is the man, you know, even even past, you know, the T-shirts and the signs. You know, she's the man. She's, you know, the end-all, be-all right now. So, for me, it's like, I, I, I think that she'll go over Oscars. I mean, one... I think it's understated that, and I, I was actually kind of surprised, actually, when they went with this angle with Oscar to bring up the fact that not only did Oscar beat her last year at the Royal Rumble, Oscar made her tap. And mm-hmm. so I, I, I kind of like, you know, I like the way they're presenting it as okay, you know. Becky has been, you know, on this tear for the last couple of years or whatever. For you know, this, she's been on this tear for the last year, and it started after she lost to Oscar, and it doesn't erase the fact, and it doesn't change the fact, and she hasn't lost sight of the fact that she's lost to Oscar. But to me, I just feel like at this point now. Now that Becky is this superstar, and unfortunately, you know, Oscar's kind of gotten lost in the shuffle. I feel like now there's just it's just going to be Becky going over Oscar, and they'll just move on. And I Where think that's I would, the problem I, right there. Yeah, <laughs> and I I just think Oscar's too good for that. Yeah, so, she's certainly. I mean, she's easily one of the best in the world. And I think the biggest issue is, like you said, Oscar got lost in the shuffle, but it's not like she's been running uh, roughshod over everyone else. Yeah, she's a tag team champion, which I'm not a fan of. I want to see all titles defended in pay-per-views, but Mm -hmm. I would have rather seen her and um, Kyrie Sane drop those tag titles so that Oscar, you know, could literally just focus on this one. I wouldn't be surprised. I think the only thing that would scare me is that if Becky was to lose the championship here, that she would enter the Royal Rumble and win it. And then that would mm. be forcing her down our throats, right? Yep. But but I think I think Becky wins. I think it'll be a competitive matchup, and I think Becky will just get it done. 
But at the end of the day, on paper, we'll see Becky Lynch defeats Oscar. So let's move on over to SmackDown uh, Women's Championship. Lacey Evans challenging Bailey for the SmackDown Live Women's Championship. Who you like? I think Bailey. I, I think Bailey retains here. It, it probably won't be, you know, it definitely won't be a clean victory. I mean, I like Lacey Evans. I like what what she presents, but I don't think that you know it, it's her time to be champion just yet. So I I think Bailey sometimes somehow pulls it out. It'll probably involve uh, my my ex wife in wrestling, Sasha Banks. You know, as I to, as I told you before on a, a previous podcast, I just recently split up with Sasha Banks and married my new wrestling wife, Bianca Belair. But you know, she Sasha's she's taking it pretty hard, and she's trying <laughs> to get you know she's trying to get back into my good graces, and I think Sunday she'll probably involve herself somehow in this match, help Bailey retain, and she'll real, real keep doing it. Yeah, I, I got Bailey retaining this one. Um it'll mm. be it'll be dirty. It'll yep. set up I mean I think this I wasn't a fan of Lacey Evans being a uh, face, but mm-hmm. she's definitely working the angle and she's working it right. Yeah. So I, I got to give her credit where credit is due. Uh, but I think that it'll be tough for her this Sunday. And I think Bailey will finally get it done. Or if Lacey Evans wins, she'll win by disqualification. Either way, okay. I don't think she leaves as the champion. Now, let's move on to the Universal Championship. We have The Fiend defending the title against my favorite wrestler of all time, Daniel Bryan. (laughs) JB, (laughs) does Daniel Bryan get it done, or does The Fiend continue to dominate? I think The Fiend continues to dominate. Mm -hmm. I I think The Fiend retains. I think it'll be a good match, probably the most back and forth match the Fiend has had since he since he became champion. Because okay. they booked him to look really strong. You know, mm-hmm. almost indestructible so far. You know, I, I think that uh that uh Hell in a Cell match with Seth Rollins, you know, he was almost even though with with everything that Seth Rollins did to him, the fact that he was still able to get right back up and put him in the mandible claw you know, that, that, that says a lot. I think there'll be a lot of back and forth, a lot of action, but I think somehow in the end, Fiend pulls it out. Yeah, I look at it like, I actually think this will end in a no contest. I think it'll mm-hmm. be a way that they'll keep the Daniel Bryan character um, solid mm-hmm. and quote-unquote from being buried, but they'll do it in a way where, you know, he won't win the championship, Somehow or another, maybe him and the Fiend beat each other until on oblivion or something. But I think that this ended in no contest. Let's move forward to the Women's Royal Rumble. 30 women, an opportunity to go to WrestleMania 36 in Tampa, Florida, to face the champion of their choosing. Who do you like? I, I don't... 
this is what I will say. I have two answers. Okay. One, what I want to see, and then two, what actually happens. I would like to see, or you know, I or I will say this: I think Charlotte Flair will win the Women's Royal Rumble. Oh, okay. I think Charlotte Flair wins the Royal Rumble. I think the Queen will prevail, and I think. It will set it will set up for once again the queen versus the man at WrestleMania. However, what I would like to see is the return of Ronda Rousey. Somehow she finds her way into the Royal Rumble, wins the Royal Rumble, and gets her revenge uh, against Becky Lynch at WrestleMania. Okay. So, because I I will say this, I would I want to see Becky Lynch versus Ronda Rousey one on one, not in a triple threat match. Okay. So that's that's what I want to happen, but I I, I have no clue if that's if that's. So I'm not going to disagree with you there um, because I actually like that. I don't want to see. So this may be. So to be honest with you, I think I stopped rooting for Becky Lynch in matches after about August. (laughs) But (laughs) it's just it's just one of those things, you know, like sometimes you just get tired of people. But I think that if she took on Rousey, I would root for Becky Lynch because I would want to see her beat Rousey convincingly. But you know, um, but my pick is really so. I've been going back and forth between Sasha Banks and Shayna Baszler. Mm. Sasha, I, I, but I don't want to see JB. I really don't want to see Sasha and Bailey. I really like those two as a tag team, yeah. And I want to yeah. see them two coexist longer. Let's wait for another year. Mm-hmm. So then I look another at another year. It, you're you're giving that to a you're giving those two another year. Yeah, because I'm really wow. enjoying Bailey's okay. heel run, and I okay. see, yeah, I am. Mm-hmm. and same with Sasha. So I want to see them win the tag titles again and have a real run. Mm-hmm. So I'm really going. I'm going to go with Shayna Baszler. To me, what else has oh, she okay. done? What else can she do? The money is in her, and, and I think that she comes on, and I think we get Shayna and Becky Lynch at WrestleMania. Mm. But let's move on to the men's as we uh, close out this part of the show. The the, the match, um, it will probably close the show. It all depends, I think. Um, mm-hmm. But first, let me ask you this. Men's Royal Rumble, any surprises you predicted? Surprises? No, I don't, th- I don't think there'll be a lot of big surprises. I think, you know, there'll be the the more nostalgic picks, okay. You know, maybe a, like a like a Booker T or or, you know, but I I don't think there'll be like a like a big name like you, like you remember uh you know AJ Styles a couple years mm-hmm. ago. like that that was huge that that was huge and I liked it I liked the way that went down. Also, 
I remember at the Royal Rumble that I went to live, that, I think that was when uh, Bubba Ray Dudley returned. Yeah. And it was cool because I was at that Royal Rumble with my son. And my son might have been 13, 14 years old. Did he know who he, he was? He didn't know who he was. Uh, so when it happened, I'm sitting there like, oh, my God, like this is that's Bubba Ray Dudley. And my son was looking like, who? <laughs> but, uh, yeah, I, 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 don't, I don't think, like, because I'm, I'm, I'm thinking about it. And, you know, they're, they're so hard to predict. And that could be a, you know, I could be completely wrong, but I just don't, I just don't see it happening. I don't, I don't see a big debut, you know, because I can't think, I, I can't think of who's out there, you know. I, I think it'll be cool to see the NXT guys mm-hmm. in it, and I, but because I, I think watching, I think that will replace the. That will replace the uh, the big debut or the big shocking uh, entry. Okay, yeah, I got you. Know, you. I, you know, I, I think I think instead of that, you know, you're going to see more. You know, you you're going to get your, you know, you're going to get your big, your Braun Strowman versus Keith Lee spot again. Yeah. You know, maybe, you know, you know, maybe a, a Roman Reigns eye to eye with Tommaso Ciampa or something like that. You know, like things like that. I, I I see that happening. I think probably the big. I think I will say this. I think whoever whoever eliminates Brock Lesnar will be his opponent at WrestleMania. Okay. I don't know who it will be. I don't see like I don't see Brock Lesnar winning. You know, he can't win. What's he going to do, win and give himself the night off? <laughs> I mean, maybe that would be funny. It's like he wins the World Rumble. He's like, you know what? I'm good on WrestleMania. I, would take, I won. I can challenge whoever I want. And because I'm Brock Lesnar, I don't challenge anybody. I'm going to go to Hawaii or something like that. Like, that would be, I mean, that would be funny. It's not realistic, but that would be, you know, I, I would I'd get a kick out of that. But I think it would be a situation where, you know, like, somebody comes in and eliminates Brock Lesnar, or, or it could just set up like maybe something that a situation where Brock Lesnar wrestles on a Raw sometime between the Royal Rumble and the and WrestleMania, like maybe a Ricochet, like you know, you saw what happened to Ricochet last Monday. Maybe Ricochet eliminates him and presents that like that Maven slash Undertaker moment from uh, the Royal Rumble from years ago. Yeah. Like, I think when I look at the Royal Rumble, I my prediction is Roman Reigns winning again and challenging the Fiend. I think that's where I, I see that going. Okay. I see Roman Reigns winning the Royal Rumble. And then, because I feel, I I feel like that is where SmackDown needs to go. Roman mm-hmm. Reigns needs to Roman Reigns needs to go away from Baron Corbin, and I think 
the scene in Daniel Bryan needs to come to an end. Because quite frankly, it's like, personally, I feel like I would actually like to see a Daniel Bryan Miz feud, a real feud, a real situation where these two find these two finally come to blows, and all this buildup from the first NXT finally comes to fruition. Uh, you know what? I said that last year that mm-hmm. that should have been what they were building towards. Now, I will never ever discredit what they did and that is putting the championship on Kofi Kingston but mm-hmm. I was hoping so you remember it was a time when Daniel Bryan was losing to the Miz I said mm-hmm. alright take him away have the Miz defeat AJ Styles for the championship Daniel Bryan wins the Royal Rumble boom Daniel Bryan Miz Wrestlemania 35 now it's one of those things. I don't know if they'll get back there. It would be really cool, but with John Morrison coming back, I think they're using him to elevate the Miz more so. So I just don't think we're going to get that. Yeah, no, I, I agree. I, I I agree. You know, bring it. I liked bringing John Morrison back, but the moment you saw that he was going to be aligned with the Miz, and to me, I feel like that kind of, to me, that. It it doesn't make sense because you remember how that tag team ended. Yeah. Let me tell you why I don't like it, JB, because when we saw Drew McIntyre come back, we saw a different attitude. We saw a guy hungrier, a guy who said, I got unfinished business. Vince McMahon deemed me the chosen one, and I failed. But now it's time for me to step my game up. And he's come Mm -hmm. back better than ever before. John Morrison looks like the same guy who was doing the same stuff in 2011. And he, looks, he comes, he comes back. He looks softer. Yeah, bingo. It's like when he even even when they split up that tag team. You know, mm-hmm. John Morrison went on. He won a couple of uh, Intercontinental Championships. He was ECW champion for for a while. You know, he was he, he was you know. He made a name for himself. Yeah. He left the, you know, he left the company. He went out, won a couple championships and a couple of other uh, promotions, and now he's back. And it's like, you know, he's bigger than helping out the Miz. Mm-hmm. And I don't mean, and I don't mean that as a knock to the Miz, because I feel like the Miz can be, you know, the Miz and John Morrison can both be much more and utilize a lot better than what they're doing. They don't need, they don't, neither of them need each other. Yeah, they don't. And and, and, and that's the thing. Um, so you going with Roman Reigns though, to win the Royal yes. Rumble? Yes. I think Roman Reigns wins the Royal Rumble and challenges team at WrestleMania. You know, that's a good pick. Um, I've been flirting with that one back and forth. I think, if Roman won, he could lose to the Fiend and keep the Fiend strong. He's mm-hmm. one of those few people, you know, kind of like when Edge won the Royal Rumble, but he didn't defeat Chris Jericho. I think mm, you could yep. do that right here. I think so. I'm, I'm, 
it's so hard though. It's wide open, but it's not. But I tell you one guy I'm gonna go with, and that's gonna be Drew McIntyre. No, yeah, I'm gonna go with Drew Drew McIntyre. I kind of want to go with Bobby Lashley, but I don't know if they'll pull the trigger on that. So I think we'll mm. get a Drew McIntyre matchup with Lesnar. And I think that's a money matchup. I just hope the WWE isn't afraid to pull the trigger on that. You could have these two heels going at it and garner the interest of everybody, especially since you do have two championships, two world championships. Mm-hmm. I so, well, mm-hmm. I guess the, the only thing I would say about that is I I agree with you that they could pull off two heels challenging for the champion the championship. But I mm-hmm. don't think I don't I can't see the WWE actually doing that. Right. Whereas I think that I could see Drew McIntyre winning and then they succumbing to the pressure and try to turn him into a face, and then that would make the the whole thing stupid. Like I, I don't want to see good guy Drew McIntyre. I want to see this guy a psychopath. I want to see him kicking people in the face and then walking away not caring. Yeah, you know I don't want to see him playing to the fans. I don't want to see him, you know. I don't want to see fan favorite Drew McIntyre. I want to see Scottish psychopath Drew McIntyre. So maybe if there was was a situation, to me, maybe if Drew McIntyre, if Drew McIntyre wins the Royal Rumble, maybe they take the title off Brock Lesnar. Mm -hmm. Okay. But, you know, that, you know, I, I don't know. Well, JV, I definitely thank you for coming on this episode of Break It Down with Brian H. I hope you know it's not going to be the last time that you're here. I hope not, man. I had some fun, man. I had some fun. I love Look, man, I had an opportunity to get on a podcast and chop it up about the good wrestling in a long time, man. (laughs) Yeah, man. good. I appreciate this, man. Yeah, man. Look, I really appreciate you, man. Let the people know where they can find you. Tell them about your radio show, man. Oh, too. man, you can. Hey, man, you can find me all over the place, man. I'm in these streets, man. I'm in. I'm in the Twitter streets. Make sure you follow me on Twitter at JLB from DVM. Make sure you follow me. Maybe make sure you hit me up. Make sure you tell me. Hey, man, I heard you on breaking it down. Breaking it down with Brian H. You can also hear my radio show Monday through Friday on phillygoflow.com. That's phillygoflow.com. That's from 10 a.m. to 2 p.m. We play throwback hip-hop and R&B, all that good 90s hip-hop that you love. And then you can also download my podcast. Go to Best in the World Sports. We are on SoundCloud. We are on iTunes or Apple Podcasts, whatever they call that nowadays, Google <laughs> and iHeartRadio. Just search best in the world sports. Look, man, a brother is grinding, man. I got I got kids to feed, man. So I'm, I, the grind never stops. But I'm all over the place. And remember, you know, you can check me out every now and then. Schooling my man Brian H. Waters on Breaking It Down with Brian H. Yeah, JB, I definitely appreciate you, my fellow. Morgan uh, State Bear in his house. Exactly. Morgan <laughs> State number 
Morgan State, the number one HBCU in the world, the real mecca, you know, it's, it's what it's all about. Always did talk anything with another with another Morgan alum like yourself. Yeah, we'll be back after these messages, folks. At some point, here's where I look at it. At some point in time, by mm-hmm. the time Bernhardt got gone, the Wolfpack was was there. Mm-hmm. And Sting had joined the Wolfpack. Lex Luger had joined the Wolfpack. Macho Man was with the Wolfpack. And the only person left to defend WCW was DDP. DDP even teased on the Wolfpack. They didn't have Bernhardt doing nothing for the entire year. And remind these people, Goldberg wasn't or hadn't arrived yet. Goldberg wasn't Goldberg. Right. Wasn't wasn't it wasn't there. He was having just, matches with William Regal getting shown up. It was they were still trying. It was still trying to build him to be something that it wasn't right. It was it wasn't a whole lot of team WCW people. There was at the time honestly it was Goldberg coming up and it was DDP. Mm-hmm. Everybody else was Luger, Sting, and those guys were all in Wolfpack at this point, right? Mm-hmm. Here's what I would have did to book it. You, you knew that Bernhardt was hot off the Montreal screw job yep. and that he was pro. Okay, he was he was a, the traditionalist. All right, folks, I'm back. So make sure you subscribe to the Wrestling Realm by simply going on the YouTube, going to uh, anywhere you get your podcasts from, Spotify, Apple Podcasts, Google Podcasts, Stitcher, Podbean, Overcast, iHeartRadio, you name it, we are there. And make sure you drop a five-star rating. Now, it's time to go around the net. Around the Net, brought to you by B-Waters Productions. If you have an event that you would like to get some photos taken of or you would like film, simply reach out to B-Waters Productions on Instagram or visit brianhwaters.com. So we started with Todd Pettengill. You remember him? Todd Pettengill, voice of my childhood. Every Saturday, WWF Mania. And he was doing a lot of backstage announcements. Before there was Michael Cole, there was Todd Pettengill. He will return to the WWE this weekend for a Royal Rumble watch-along. It's so ironic that, you know, when Michael Cole came along, he reminded me of Todd Pettengill, except he was more calmer. Todd was more hype. He was more that guy who was, you know, he left the WWE to focus on his radio career, and it made sense. Michael Cole was more of a journalist type. More of the guy who was covering wars and covering, you know, hard news. Where Todd Pettengill was more of an entertainer. But I'm excited to see this. I don't really watch the watch along, but I may have to take a look at it. I wonder how much he's kept in touch with the product. And it made me wonder when I saw this news, how much, like, what would Todd Pettengill have done had he stayed in the WWE? Would he have been the play-by-play guy? Would we have gotten Michael Cole? Let's move on. Psychosis 2 and Conan get into a real fight outside of Impact. I thought that was very interesting, man. Um, one thing I do know about the uh, Luchadors, man, you better come correct. And, you know, they're fighting amongst themselves. So, you know, just make sure you come correct. Bray Wyatt addressing negativity on social media. Quite frankly, he put me in a post and just said, you know, in so many words, you gotta be happy with yourselves. You don't know what happens when you make that one post and that person reads it, um, whether it's a wrestler or not. It's just something can happen. And, and that's why I look at it, man. Just when you out there, be careful. Stop with the trolling. Stop tweeting stuff to get arousal out of people because you just never know. You never know what you could say that could set that person off the edge. Just because they have 
a million followers or just because they have a million dollars in the bank don't mean that their emotions aren't real so the next time you think about that just be like you know what are, are they going to see it and if they do could this really damage them uh, moving on <laughs> the Tessa Blanchard saga continues this time she and word on the street well Allison K excuse me Sienna shared a tweet DM or text DM a screenshot of Tessa allegedly trying to dig dirt on her. Now, Tessa has come out and released a statement denying all the allegations, which you guys know how I feel about it. If you don't, quite frankly, I'll summarize up. We don't believe you. You need more people. Quite frankly, there won't be more people because more people are showing up to say that Tessa said the word. And instead of owning it like a real person would do, she's continuing to bash Allison K. So clearly she hasn't grown up. But then Allison K shared the screenshots of somebody texting her saying, hey, Tessa's trying to dig dirt up on you. So um, I, I just hope this can end because this is getting ridiculous and it's getting out of hand. Moving on, we have Charlotte saying she's not pressed for another evolution. Said it was nice, but she's not pressed for it. Um, I, I kind of got to agree. I mean, it would be nice to see another all-women's pay-per-view, but I'm, I'm at the point of let's get three matches or four women's matches on the show. Let's just do it that way. This is why I go back to the fact that there needs to be Branded pay-per-views. Raw's giving us three hours. That's a lot of talent on the roster. You can have, the way Raw is going, you can have a Becky Lynch and an Oscar matchup, and then a Liv Morgan and a Lana matchup. And then for SmackDown, Sasha Banks and Lacey Evans, and then uh, Mandy Rose and Carmella? I don't know. Um, but I do say, I, will, I do like the fact that they are giving us multiple women's matches on both shows and they're not making it, hey, look what we're doing. We give you more women's wrestling than you ever had before. So I do like that. So now it's time to move on to Wrestling for the Culture. It's time for Wrestling for the Culture, where we take a look inside to see what the wrestlers of color have been doing this week. Wrestling for the Culture this week. Last week, we unfortunately lost the legend, the great Rocky Johnson. Where the street is that? This man, Pat Patterson, was at his funeral, and there was just very uncomfortable things uh, said by Pat Patterson. And this man, quite frankly, been saying that the best thing he did was marry Aka and have the children. And and Pat Patterson, you know, people are saying that he's kind of losing his mind because he went on to rant about Rocky Johnson. And there was a couple of people that confirmed this. I'm not sure how true it is. I hope and pray that it's not. Um, if it is, shame on them. Shame on Vince. Shame on Pat Patterson. And I, I just hope that they find peace within themselves. And most importantly, make apologies to The Rock and his mother. Also, in Wrestling for the Culture, my man from the Black Wrestling Alliance, um, Adrian Dazzle. He put together a list of men and women who to watch out for. I'm going to start with the women. The people he names, 
Her name's Amale, the French Hope. Remember, she was on NXT UK a few weeks ago, several weeks ago. He also named Sasha Steele, Tasha Steeles, Shakara, Alex, um, Alex Sky, The Big Swole, Nicole Savoy, Rio, Marty Bell, Nyla Rose, Renee Michelle, Aaliyah James, Savannah Evans, Aja Pereira, Mercedes Blaze, Queen Am- Amita, Queen Aminata, Janae Kai, Sarah Wolf slash Razor, Jay Cargill, Tawanga, and Willow Nightingale. So those are the women of color that he said you should be watching out for. And for the men, Chris Bay, Levi Moore, Myron Reed, Tyree Taylor, AJ Gray, Zenshi, Anthony Bowens, Mr. Grimm, Shoot Taylor, the Ojomo, Ricky Starks, Scorpio Sky, Calvin Tankman, Leroy Green, Man Like Dereese, Trey, Eli Knight, Mantis, Christian Casanova, and Shane Taylor. So those are some people. Make sure you go on the Black Russell Alliance. You can see all the Instagram pages. You can see those are the people he is saying that you should watch out for and you should keep your eye out on and follow them. So we shall see 2020. This is always fun in January because you get to see people share their breakout stars. You get to see people share who they think is going to do big things. So um, I'm interested to see what you guys think. Yeah, and let's move on. The uh, Black Gold presented by Black Wrestling Alliance. We start off with Sugar Dunkerton becoming the new pure champion, uh, pure PWX, I should say, the new PWX pure champion. Uh, Dante Marquise Carter is the new Platinum Pro Silverweight champion. Frankie Pickard is now a triple champion after winning the BWO United States Championship. Victory Pro, uh, Victory Pro Wrestler Crown New Tag Team Champions, and Karen Bam Bam, and a new Women's Champion. Uh, I should say, oh, I'm sorry, Victory Pro New, Victory Pro New Women's and Tag Team Champions as Karen Bam Bam became the Women's Champion, while Absolute Brand. Became the tag team champions. And then last but not least. Tahir James and Dave Reed. Become the super crazy. Pro wrestling tag team champions. Make sure you give a follow. Black Wrestling Alliance on Instagram. Um, Definitely had him on the show. Had him on the show about a year ago. So make sure you check out that episode. Go in our YouTube archives. Where you can do so. But folks, I'm going to wrap it up this week. Hope you enjoyed it. Big shout out. Big thanks to JB for joining me this week on Break It Down with Brian H. Make sure you subscribe to the show. If you are in the corner this week, if you watch the wrestling, let me know. Maybe we can uh, test the world. I'm going to go. But if you're going to be at Elevate Pro, make sure you uh, let me know too. Make sure you support your interview. Uh, definitely this one. I'm excited. I mean, I'm excited to a good friend of mine in the business, Angela Rodriguez. Definitely happy for her coming back into the business. And, you know, 
why we never thought she would wrestle again. But she was done, but she had some unfinished business, and that continues all the way into this weekend. Folks, until the next time, I'm Brian H. Waters. So long, everybody.